0: And welcome back to another episode of
1: Wow. Where'd he go? Yeah, Chris, where are you?
0: He's returned as an
2: energy blob.
0: Energy Blob.
2: <laughs> hey, Energy Blob, how's it going? I'm sad. Oh, oh, shit. Why?
0: Drop some of my energy in the toilet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, the grass is always greener, no matter what state you're in. Yeah, us as humans think we have it better. or You know, we always wish we were Energy Blobs, I mean, yes. but now actually talking to one, mm-hmm. maybe we have it better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys. Chris, you're back. <laughs> yeah, I became a guy again. Oh, thank God. <sighs> We're outside at this, like, cottage we rented. Yes. And, like... <laughs> but it's not really a cottage. It's a house, you know? It's like an A-frame house. Yeah. Yes. But you might faintly, 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 like, if forensics finds this hmm. audio and they need to do, you know, some kind of deep investigation about something that happened around the time that this is being recorded, they might, if they s- slow it and... uh Punch in on some of the sounds in the background, they might be able to hear some cottage rock playing from another location. Yes.
1: yes. Someone down this hill is playing rock music. There's a hill behind us, yeah. full of
0: lush greenery, tree, trees, yes. bushes.
2: And James, you have your back to, bravely, you have your back to a sort of a cliff, a cliffside, and you're sitting there without a care in the world, but if you were to sort of just uh, throw, push your chair backwards, you'd fall mm. over and break your neck.
1: Yeah, I actually. Do you realize that if every time I lean back, I think if this goes wrong, I'm dead, you're dead. So hopefully, it doesn't.
0: (laughs) You have your back towards a cliff, not unlike a certain Norm did on Cheers sometimes when he would turn to order (laughs) a beer from Rhea Perlman's character. Yes, remember that
2: episode where um, Norm backed up too
1: quickly and he fell onto Cliff and then Cliff died. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember any good Norm lines? I remember one. Uh, Norm walks into the bar and everyone goes Norm and Woody goes hey Norm what you up to and Norm goes my ideal weight if I was eight feet tall and Damn. a bit of a self burn there did but he, still did he have that preloaded do you think or
2: did Norm was, was he waiting for an opportunity to use that line maybe Norm was
1: depressed Norm, because you if depressed? you have that joke preloaded. That's kinda sad. He's a poor self-image,
0: Norm does. He does. Yeah. Hey Norm, are you depressed? Woody. Do you even know what that means?
2: <laughs> hey Norm, what are you up to? I wanna kill myself. <laughs> Everybody uh-huh. laughs. <laughs>, <laughs>, <laughs> do <Do-do-do-de-do-do. laughs> Sometimes you're Norm and
0: you wanna die with every ounce <laughs> of your life. <laughs> Sometimes even being alive takes everything you've got. <laughs> hey, now <laughs> Would you uh... like to pass away? <laughs>
2: sometimes you want to (laughs) die
0: where nobody knows your name
3: why did i get rocky
1: (laughs) oh god i found nam's suicide note the episode where cliff (laughs) fights but he get he notices all these spelling mistakes he can't resist correcting them (laughs) because he's a a pedant right he's a oh i've what does pedant mean? If you're pedantic, you correct people, and you're very finicky about this and that and, and fine points. Ah, uh, okay. So Fraser was a pedant. He's a pedant. A beautiful woman
0: comes in.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Now, goes, I'm, now I'm The listening. whole bar goes, "Oh my God, who's that?" Sam goes, "Uh, I'll uh, handle this. I'm the hot guy. I'll yeah. deal with this. Uh, I'll handle this, guys. Hold on. Don't worry. Watch the old uh, Sammy charm. What's he? He doesn't call himself Sammy."
1: Some people would be what like... Would he, what does he call himself? He Sam
0: himself Malone Frazier. Charm. <laughs> I'm Frasier. <laughs> but I'm Frasier.
2: No, no, no. I'm Fraser.
0: <laughs> say, uh, can I get you a drink? Uh, this is my bar. I own the place. Actually, I'm here to see Norm. <gasps> Everybody gasps. Oh, they, mm-hmm. she doesn't know. Uh, uh, wh- wh- why, may I ask? You want to see Norm? I'm his long-lost high school girlfriend, and I want to tell him I love him and say... Hey, Sammy, we got to get Norm back from the afterlife. (laughs) Oh, this is an episode post his suicide. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then
1: that's the episode. And then Sam's like... God Woody, do you know any Exorcists or anything? Yeah. You know, like they 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 try to do a ceremony. Where was you Woody from? Like from Omaha dead? or
0: something? <laughs> yeah, they like they're Probably determined in <laughs> Omaha. I did do a séance once for my aunt Normand. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're
2: determined to bring him back to life so he can continue just his miserable existence <laughs> sitting and in Diane's the
1: bar. Said, I don't know if we should do this, guys. Should we be not you know respect the sanctity of death? And Carlos, like, shut up, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> doo doodle doodle doo do, do. Um you know how people who
2: are who are uh who call themselves like uh, screenwriting like gurus are like yeah. you know, want to know how to write a script? Uh. The cheers pilot. I would say not the cheers pilot to look to if you want to write a TV show, I'd say the second episode of Cheers is the one you want to look at.
1: Oh Why do you say that, Mike? I just like to rock the boat. Wow, think, okay. There's nothing more annoying than people tweeting like the sacred rules of writing. It's kind of like, whatever, yeah. man. You have a job just like everybody else. You don't see air conditioner fucking guys being like, if you want to know how be, to be good at air conditioning repair, these are the <laughs> things you must do. Don't speak out in a writing room or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? It's you like, got to wake dwarfs. You got to bring
2: cancer. You got to put 10 years in of just building and repairing air conditioners in your home for
1: free mm-hmm. before you can <laughs> <laughs> hope to. Don't you dare break these <laughs> sacred rules. We're
0: writing stories here. <laughs> the people who are most like, online about dictating how the writing rules are supposed to go are also the ones that tweet at producers and celebs to be like, hey, would love to write on your show and your movie, sir. (laughs) Happy birthday, sir. (laughs) Hope you have a great birthday. I'm a writer.
2: (laughs) Dear Mr. Lorne Michaels, another trip around the sun, isn't it? Here's to many more. Oh, by the way...
3: (laughs)
0: Being a writer, I know what it's like to have a birthday, Mr. Michaels. <laughs> I've actually
2: have, I have a lot of experience blowing out candles and I'd love to just have just meet you and talk
0: about that. <laughs> Doom, blowing out candles in front of Lone Michaels takes everything you got. <laughs>
3: oh.
1: So, um, yeah. We're oh here boy. we're here and we're uh, near Port Dover, Ontario, right on the shores of Lake Erie. And, uh,
0: it is Erie, yeah.
1: Well, there's a. We can walk like five minutes <coughs> to the lake, but it's not the best uh, access to the lake. There's a
0: lot of dead fish washing ashore. There's a lot of yeah, dead yeah. fish, and they don't
2: tell you when you think Lake Erie is hiding that fact from all their uh, advertisements. advertisements. <laughs> yeah, they don't have those ads where it's like, "Come to Lake Erie, you'll have the best sex in your lo- of your life. You'll mm-hmm. have so much nice food, and you'll have sex, and uh, you'll definitely won't see any
1: big dead fish." Because we've seen because. Dr-drish. We saw two down there, and then Chris and I went to Turkey Beach, which was very Turkey nice. Turkey Point Beach. Sorry, Turkey Point Beach. There was another exact
0: same kind of dead fish, though. Mm. I would love to go to Cold Cut Turkey Beach and get, and then like- Baloney Bay. Yeah, and then get like, <laughs> and then go to Sliced Tomato Beach, and then Swiss Cheese Beach. and Avocado then a, Cove. Iceberg <laughs> Lettuce Beach, right? With some nice rye beach. <laughs> <laughs> Quiznos Culvert. <laughs> hey, Life's a beach sandwich.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, lots of dead fish. We saw one that was stinky. Stinky. Yep. Yeah, but I took a picture of Chris beside it. We saw one fish that probably partied
0: way too hard when it was alive. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of on the fish. Yeah, you know what? You live that life. These are choices you make. You have to suffer the consequences. Yeah.
1: So, um, mm-hmm. this is interesting, though. So, we went to bed last night, Mike, earlier than Chris and I. Yes. And I, I mm. like to
2: retire early. You, you yeah. like
1: to keep that those young looks, uh, getting all well, those 40 to, winks.
2: I have to apply all those creams and lotions oils. and
1: potions, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, the, the smell Nivea. of kind of a Vicks VapoRub smell mm-hmm. just wafting out of Mike's room because he's I have, got so many oils on him. And
2: I brought the hyperbaric chamber with me. Yes. What's a barometric trait Hyperbaric Hyperbaric chamber. Hyperbaric chamber. Portable.
1: Because yeah. you're people don't know this, you're actually in your mid 60s, late 60s, late 60s, yeah. and uh, you
0: look great. But you, you like to do acid and go in your hyperbaric chamber mm-hmm. and experience altered states. Absolutely, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. keeps you young. But en-
1: anyway, so last night Mike's fast asleep. Gosh, Chris and I stay gosh. up later. We Chris and I uh, we watched half watched Johnny Mnemonic, and then we watched half of the Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, which
0: so is include it the Sixth Day or Sixth Man. Sixth the day.
1: sixth day, because okay. on the sixth day God created man in the movie the Twelve about Angry Days. <laughs> there was a moment in the sixth day when Arnold goes, Maybe I'll be back. Like mm-hmm. a, Maybe I'll be back. Yes, like a Joe, like clearly he's a reference to Terminator. Maybe and I'll another be character back. goes, He'll be back. And it's like, oof. Oh. You know you're jumping the shark when you're doing that. Oh, that's what I heard. I
2: Mm -hmm. I was awoken in the middle of the night by Mm
1: -hmm. a a, a lot of laughter.
2: That must have been (laughs) when that line was delivered. Yes, very funny.
0: I love it when a terrible movie winks at me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The movie's so stupid, too, because Arnold looks... I love being pet on the head like a dumb dog by a movie. (laughs) By a giant Austrian man. Because he
3: looks old. (laughs) He'll be back. You
1: know it, Arnie. He was probably... older than 50 but he's got like dyed hair and kind of (laughs) holding it together and his job in the movie is he and another guy helicopter people to go (laughs) snowboarding on a mountain but it's set like it's basically set present day so it's like as though in the 2020s everybody just snowboards you know you take a helicopter (laughs) to a mountain and you snowboard that's what you do there must have been negotiations
2: between schwarzenegger's agent and the movie producers because they're like we have an idea. We want him to say, I'll be back in our movie. And he was like, no. And they, they reached, a, no. like, after months of negotiating, he's like, I'll be back, maybe. <laughs> it was like uh, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I'll be back, maybe. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Let's go snowboarding.
3: <laughs>
2: this snowboarding movie
0: will change the game. Yes, I'm just an... Yeah, well but here it is funny he's like this all american kind of Yeah, he's awesome like dude. a
1: guy who lives in the suburbs and has a wife and uh, you know uh, very all american and it's absurd he's like an old austrian man. And and the guy his coworkers like 20. Like it's ridiculous. We grew mm. up in the
2: same home t- in our yeah. uh, hometown, didn't I we? Yeah. love Ernie? college football.
1: Cherry <laughs> <laughs> um, pie. Hot
2: dogs. <laughs> yeah. I'd never eat marzipan or <laughs> Wiener schnitzels.
0: <laughs> this is the best country. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. so- October what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So we kind of watched that, and then oh, Chris yeah. and I both fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> Different couches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, uh, come on. And I was fast asleep in you the triangle fast room. Fast asleep. Yeah. yeah, Mike got a cool room. Yeah. Uh, so, so Chris and I go to bed, <laughs> and uh, we're both having trouble falling asleep. Kind of hot. We're we're in separate beds, also. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> so at like yeah. two or three in the morning Yo, or something, it was like almost four. Okay. I I I'm having trouble sleeping, and I got a pee. <laughs> Me too. Hey, you can't kill a guy for that, right? So yeah. I get up out of bed, and I walk to my bedroom door. Turn the knob. That fucker's not doing anything. I was stuck in there. I tried for 10 minutes. I'm rattling the door, and I'm not... Re- like, I mean, obviously, I knew I'd get out, but it's a little unnerving when you're like, they're asleep, it's 4 in the morning, and this door is broken. I can't get out. So
3: you were
2: yeah. turning the knob, and it was just Just nothing happening. kind door handle yeah, kinda kinda just spin. spin. Yeah.
1: It was inert.
2: Did you ever think, like, I have to tear the door off its hinges like the Incredible Hulk?
1: I tried not to... Leap ahead that much, but <laughs> the I definitely thought it could. I, I imagine myself in the morning, like being really stressed out and sweaty, and you guys being on the other side.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Anyway, well, what I d- I do remember
2: is I br- briefly like woke did I wake up, you up? Sl- I slightly was like between being asleep and awake. I remember hearing like, did you see shadow? A people? repetitive. I didn't see shadow people. I saw goat man. Uh, <laughs> I saw goat <Gold> man. <laughs> I was hearing a repetitive like thumping, and I was like, "Oh, is there something? Is like a door downstairs blowing in the wind?" And then I I heard heard voices in the hallway, Uh, and I heard your voice, James, and I heard Chris. (laughs) I heard you say, "I've been scared all night." Did you say that? I don't think so. (laughs) This might have been your fantasy, Mike. Were you
1: (laughs) ranking off? But you rescued, the. uh, We buried the lead. The lead is that Chris is a hero. So basically, yeah. For ten minutes, I'm rattling the door like, God damn it. Then I hear, I hear Chris's door go, <laughs> eh? and then yeah. I hear Chris come out, and I go, "Chris!"
0: And he goes, "Yeah."
1: My door's broken. Can you try to open my door? Then, after ten minutes of struggling, then what
0: did I say? Yeah.
1: And then after which, is that opened, how I, talk? No, I don't know. Yeah? You were being quiet, yeah,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, I can open that door, man. <laughs> Peace, then, man. So after
1: ten minutes of struggling, the door opens. Who's it there in front of me? chris lock no shirt no pants just boxers, He's big, boxers. The, big boxers big box did you hug no
3: okay but i, I did hugged. say
1: oh thanks man and then did you both pee together uh I let, high-fiving
0: <laughs> i let chris pee first and then i went to pee
3: as a reward
1: yes
0: I earned peeing first by saving my friend. (laughs) Yeah. But wait, you didn't
1: just go downstairs to the other bathroom? Oh, yeah. I guess I could have done that. I wasn't thinking about that. Did you at any point... I wanted to give Chris his moment in the sun, (laughs) so I I thought... You'd want to piss at the same time. Yeah.
2: Did you at any point think, I'm going to have to piss in the corner of this room? Or did you have a glass?
1: Well, my room was really hot, too.
2: So
3: Mm -hmm. I was like,
1: this is stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to do. I
0: think I felt hot, too. I was hot in my room.
1: room three hot men but it was so cold in the yeah, hallway the goddamn air conditioning yeah. air conditions everywhere but
2: the bedrooms yeah whoever designed this house is a
1: fucking idiot
0: <laughs> there's an a-frame aspect to the house and mm-hmm. mike's bedroom is in the, the top, top of the, the triangle yeah. yeah yeah
2: you can see i cracked the window open a little bit there we, as well yeah
0: crack it we have
1: bigger bedrooms but they're not as cool mike's small but ooh, it's so cozy looking. It looks
0: very conducive and the bed is beautiful. And it has conducive a little, for sleeping.
2: It's a little it's a fully wooden
1: room. It has
2: a little yeah. wooden walk-in closet. Did you yeah. sit in there? And in there's the a little of wooden man who lives in
1: there. <laughs> Did you like in the total darkness go sit in the little room in, in, I sat in there silence and for thought. an hour? It was like um a sensory deprivation <laughs> wooden box. <laughs> yes. And there's
2: a um a ladder. Like it's called like the ladder of life. I guess if there's a fire, I could put it out the window and climb out. There is. There's a ladder. It's called like the ladder of life in the little
0: wooden closet. It says ladder of life. Yeah. I mean, it's ladder of life is it death. It
2: ladder.
1: I just jump
2: out the window and break my shoulder <laughs> instead of using that. I think it's yeah.
0: a matter of life and death yeah. that I use the ladder of life.
1: <laughs> I, if the house is on fire, I like I, open it, look uh, at the instructions, <laughs> and try. Imagine it's like, oh shit, the house is on fire. <gasps> there's a ladder. Ah, it's not a ladder of life. Damn it. <laughs> Can't use it. Oh yeah. shit, ladder of death. Why do we... We bought the wrong one.
0: If it's not official ladder of life brand ladders, yeah. do not use if it.
1: <laughs> if you're in a oh, burning no. second floor room and that ladder is not ladder of life, we recommend you
0: don't use it. Oh
2: no. Wait,
1: wait and make sure it's a ladder of life
2: brand
0: ladder.
1: <laughs> it's made of ice and it's
2: melting with each step I take.
0: <laughs> I didn't use a ladder of life ladder when I was escaping my window during a fire and I broke my leg. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, it was um quite a
2: night for all of us except for me. I slept like a damn baby for you. Yeah, because you chugged a
0: bunch of beers and
2: then drank a bunch of water. Yeah, but they were light beer. Yeah, And we had a lot of chicken and corn. Well, one Yeah, corn. you cook chicken thighs. You
0: well cook delicious done. Very chicken. Very good job. Chick- delicious
1: I'm chicken. Th- I'm the thigh man, and that's oh, my new name. now Michael. Yeah, not man. I don't know if you realize the innuendo that uh, is happening there, but... Y'all a breast man or y'all a thigh man? Chicken. <laughs> um, Chicken, <laughs> Um, when you were young, did you make that, you know, that joke about... We have to register with the government when you turn 18 as a man in Canada. Mm
2: -hmm. I think you did as well. You probably forgot. You have to go to the government office and register. There's a form. It's like, are you a breast man, a thigh man, a butt man, none of the above? All of the above. Other. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Other. You
0: have to say exactly what you like about the chicken.
2: Or Or else the government comes to your house in the night, and there's a knock on the door, and you're never seen again.
1: That's so scary. It is scary. You said you like other. Are you talking about the
0: chicken's ass? Y'all crazy? <laughs> Not many people eat the chicken's ass. But what they do do is they do <laughs> do, <doo-doo>, I said, <laughs> they take the ass off the chicken, put a little rope around it, and wear it as a necklace because it's kind of like a ring. <laughs> do you do that? No. I just eat it. No, make it a necklace. <laughs> it's cool. See? That's what the government says. Don't, yeah. I love
1: male jewelry.
0: The Canadian government goes. Don't eat the chicken's ass. Make it a necklace, or else. <laughs> and that's why uh, everyone listening needs to
2: register to vote. Yes, so we can change that law.
0: We need to vote the Canadian government out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've had
1: too long. Yeah, <laughs> this is beautiful. been in power too long. Yeah. Um, there was sorry, a, Mike. You were saying it's beautiful. It's beautiful weather.
2: I was just taken by the, the beauty of nature. But a funny thing is, I don't think we... Did we talk about Trudeau's haircut? Yeah, we
1: did. No. No, we, we did, did not.
2: Well, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau got a haircut recently. I think we did talk about this in a bonus episode, but it's okay to bring oh, up on a main... On I Maines. don't remember. Horny on main. Horny on main. Maine. On, on Maine. Factual on Maine. Justin <laughs> Trudeau just had a haircut where he looks like uh, a Roman senator, but the Toronto Sun tabloid newspaper... Uh, said that he looks like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber, which to me, if that's a <laughs> low blow, if someone said I look like that character, oh my news God. Flash, that character
1: is not very smart. Yeah, you know, that's so dumb. He doesn't look like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, but no. to
2: be fair, Jim Carrey did, uh, sorry, Justin Trudeau did buy a big van that looks like a shaggy dog, <laughs> and he had a nasty time in the toilet.
1: Oh, well, that was Jeff
2: Daniels, but, but... his
1: friend had a nasty
2: time in the oh, toilet. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, actually, Boris Johnson kind of looks like Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber.
2: We're in the era of... Oh, my God, that's true. Great hair men leading mm-hmm. the world into its
0: final era. <laughs> we are men with great hair. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is... Um, he doesn't look like Dumb and Dumber, okay? He looks like Julius fucking Caesar. And you... what do you look like, you damn reporter?
2: If you go to see a production of Julius Caesar you're like, oh, this is Dumb and Dumber, I guess? Yeah. That's on you? Yeah, if yeah, you think imagine. William Shakespeare
0: wrote Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> you're so Dumb and Dumber yourself. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of, if you, th-
2: if you go to see Julius Caesar and you think it's Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I would
0: love to see Jim Carrey's reaction video to seeing... Justin Trudeau's haircut.
1: You probably say, "I think he's lost his mind." He probably wouldn't even yeah. know
0: what's going on anymore. Jim Carrey. You probably He'd say like, a
1: Buddhist prayer when he saw the the picture of mm. uh, Justin Trudeau.
0: He doesn't look like me, and I don't look like anything because I don't exist. But also, <laughs> don't touch my money. Also, also, I'm doing Sonic movies, but I'm very spiritual, and, and
2: maybe I don't exist, but also I am doing those movies when I do exist as a physical being.
0: Everything I is everything, man. Cha-ching! Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in theaters this summer. As Buddha once said, yeah.
1: As Buddha once said, I'm
2: Sonic, bitch. <laughs> All life is suffering,
1: dot, dot, dot. Did I mention I'm Sonic? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> All life is suffering, dot, dot, dot. Here's the tip. If you lose, you know, you can't die if you have rings.
3: Yeah. You All know? of life
0: is suffering.
1: Unless you're awesome <laughs> and super fast.
2: <laughs> the goal, My goal in life is to achieve Nirvana, but also to achieve
1: the payday to, I get. To beat I Dr. Roboto.
0: <laughs> but he is Dr. Roboto. Robotnik. Oh, yeah. Robotnik, yeah.
2: Robotnik, sorry. You're
0: confusing... Domo Arigato, Domo. Mr. Roboto. Yes, Domo. Many, Dr. Robotnik. Many
1: before you have done that. D- Domo Arigato, Mr. Oh, Robot- D- Robotnik. Robotnik. D- I was way more of a Mario guy than a Sonic guy. Chris, we were saying yesterday, is something about being at this cottage, we, I wish I had brought my like, Nintendo Mini and we could have played regular old yeah. Mario. Remember how I? Should... Oh, did you the star! James, <laughs> 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 you're so excited! <laughs> oh, it's so exciting to me. Did you see the video oh, of the Chris, kid? What about This one. Can I just do one more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I feel like that <laughs> song could always make a really good rapping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I ask yeah. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Now I show you. Uh, I showed you both that uh, picture of late Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe who was assassinated sadly at I think the end of the Rio Olympics he dressed up as Mario and came out of a green pipe Mm -hmm. and threw a fireball yeah do you think that as his life flashed before his eyes when he was was assassinated the last thing he saw was like him dressed up as Mario throwing a fireball into a stadium and everyone going
1: like yeah I would love if the afterlife was uh, get transported into Mario World yeah. I mean, I assume Shinzo Abe's spirit
2: is
0: now in Mario world. <laughs> yeah.
1: That'd be cool. That'd be so cool.
0: Very cool. Did your life uh, flash before your eyes? Or were you ripped off? I feel like people that get those like sort of like drug cartel executions from like gun to the back of the head, mm-hmm. they don't get time to see their life flash before their eyes. Good no. point. You know? I, but I don't it. know
2: if they just sure. see it out of order flash. <laughs> Mm. yeah sorry (laughs) insert coin
1: (laughs) the spinning mac wheel yeah fuck i read a reddit thread once about like people who have died for five minutes what's it like everybody was like oh i i I died for five minutes it's really nice and a warm light
0: i I died for five minutes and it was fine the uh devil's advocate angry dude yeah (laughs) i died for five minutes and it was fine i don't know what this guy's talking about it wasn't great yeah it was just the light wasn't that bright it was was whatever it was was nothing i was dead it was nothing (laughs) then i came back and i'm pissed (laughs) Mm. yeah died pissed woke up pissed so what everybody's fucking stupid (laughs)
2: What was it like when I was dead? Yeah, my boss was on my fucking ass to get some project
0: done.
1: <laughs> That's What was right. it like when I was to work your job when you're dead?
0: I was <laughs> I was dead for 5 minutes. So what? Nothing happened. Who cares? Came back to life. Gas was still over $2 a liter.
2: What's <laughs> <laughs> that Motley Cruz song Kickstart My Heart is about one of the two times that Nikki Six died. OD'd. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He died twice?
0: Bow, nanow, nanow, nanow. Is he alive now? He's alive
2: nanow. now. Um I think Maybe one of the other guys in Motley Crue also maybe died. Maybe I'm wrong, but he he certainly
0: died twice. Vince Neal was in that crazy ass car accident. Yeah. But was was Nikki Six's death like drug related? Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Could you imagine? Yeah. Wow.
2: Oh. Died twice. Has he ever yeah. talked about what the experience is like?
1: He wrote like what's it called, the Heroin
2: Diaries and the Dirt. I think are all like I think they definitely. Boy. Get into how he died. Hmm, twice. I'm sitting down to write the <laughs> it heroin feels diaries. Like the doing do, the heroin doo, do, isn't do, worth
1: do, it. I think you're right on the money, James. <laughs> what did you say, James? I just said it, it. It feels like doing heroin isn't worth it. But he did no, get I a know. number one U.S. Billboard song chart charting True. song with "Kickstart My Heart." Wow.
2: I think it went number one. Yeah, it's a good song, even he though I don't like that my band. heart, fucker, I'm on drugs. <laughs> Sometimes you die twice and then you come back to life.
0: I was dead for five minutes. Who cares, man? I also got a BJ from this chick that (laughs) made me feel like really alive.
2: Maybe the first time he died was heroin. The second time is he watched a
1: scary movie and he was so scared he died. A paranormal activity.
2: Yes. That one gets
0: me. You got to understand, when we started Motley Crue, we had no (laughs) idea that we were all going to OD a bunch of times. So it only reached... We started all that stuff.
1: <laughs> we actually started dying. We were the first people to die on Earth.
0: Yeah, when Pamela Anderson was honk in my honk, you know, I was actually dying on that boat. <laughs> it felt so good, man, but I was in the sun for too long, <laughs> so it only went to number
2: twenty-seven on the Billboard Ooh. Hot 100. But that's still kickstart my heart. Yeah. So,
1: not kickstart was the chart. Vince Neal, Tommy Lee, Six, and Tommy Lee, Mick Mars. who I was significantly older
2: than the mm-hmm. other guys.
0: He was fifty when they started. Women are from Venus. <laughs>
3: Mick is from um, <laughs>
2: Smoking in the Boys'
0: Room. Were, Mick Mars is our teacher, I guess.
2: <laughs> their rehearsals were. He would be sitting in his rocking chair under a big thick blanket, and they'd all play quietly while they rehearsed their songs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he would yeah. be knitting. <laughs>
3: While well, these, they're all ha- having
1: sex with yeah. groupies, He's
0: yeah. Eating. While these boys were doing heroin and having sex with groupies, I was eating Jello with fruit in the <laughs> middle. I was melting butterscotch
2: and then uh, t- <laughs> turning it into an enema while the boys were having their fun.
0: It took a lot of convincing uh, for uh, from our uh, PR agents uh, for me to not uh, wear my favorite pair of brown slacks on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen there are? Uh, multiple videos
2: on YouTube of Tommy Lee would build a um, a roller coaster in whatever stadium they were playing in, and part of the Motley Crue show was he'd be playing drums while the roller coaster went around and like turning mm. upside down while he was playing. What? But on no. many occasions, it got stuck while he was <laughs> playing a drum solo or whatever, and Wait, the show would he stop. He was
0: on the roller coaster. Yeah, he was like on no, a like drum. His drum set would go up in the air and flip around and stuff
2: on a roller, like a roller coaster track. And he would be playing it. Yeah, and he was playing while the drum Whoa, set. Went. We didn't know That's about that. Cool. Yeah, no. but on several occasions, it like. He was playing, and they would get stuck. And then during the show, he'd be like, "Oh shit, everybody, I'm stuck!" And then the the roadies would climb up and have to like fix the the track to like oh, release him. Man. But in the meantime, he'd be like, "So how are we doing, everybody?" And the audience would be like, "Woo!" Yeah, you're <laughs> to, like, like fifteen minutes. And then at first they'd be excited, and then everyone would just kind of bored waiting for the roadies to fix
1: it. Yeah. Do you guys remember Tommy Lee's rap band? Um, I'm just looking at yeah, this song. But I, was called but get, I remember get naked. the idea
0: of it. What's it um, called? Yank It?
1: The band was called Methods of Mayhem. And it was oh, yeah. Tommy Lee and kind of a rapper dude. Mm-hmm. And I remember this song was like Tommy Lee's get, the godfather get of hip hop. Come on, baby, make it hot. Get, get naked. Yeah. Get naked. We're fucking rapping.
2: <laughs> Sometimes my drums get stuck on the roller coaster. Yo, pass the mic over here. What's up? Get
0: naked.
1: <laughs> the, the record went gold. Wow.
2: And it got What's a B up?
0: minus
1: from Entertainment Week. A B minus? Yes. He must have been pissed. Yeah. What's up, Turkey Point Beach?
3: Alternative get Press gave it
1: four out of five. This is really surprising. I well, got good taste. Beep beep. <laughs> Before we get to this week's Evil Man, we should mention that we have a Patreon account. You could check it out at patreon.com slash And for a small amount every month, you get two bonus episodes a month. Uh, we're recording a bunch here at the cottage. A buttload. Yep. Late at night, a buttload. So they're going to be great. Yeah. We're going to be and dumping them in your ears. We will be. And you Dump. also get access to our Discord, which is like a chat room. And uh, we're chatting in there. It's a lot of fun, too. So check it out. Get naked and go to patreon.com slash evil men.
0: That song is actually disgusting my god so mike is doing the evil man this week
1: and this evil man was su- actually suggested by three people in our discord um jan caruana uh suggested it along with her boyfriend um christian miles and also chris Pietrowski. all suggested this guy so all independently suggested this guy so we thought we better do it mike who is this fellow well, James, thank you so much for the lovely uh, handoff there, and thank you to all those people who suggested. So this week's evil man,
2: I'm I'm disgusted to say, is a character called Thomas Midgley Junior. Now, usually, uh, someone with the name Junior, you think it's uh, you think of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Junior. You think yeah. of someone who's fun, uh, Harry Connick Junior. Yeah. Uh, he
1: brought Junior the
0: world McChicken. Junior yeah. McChicken.
1: Junior from Sopranos. Remember, he wouldn't go yeah. down on his girlfriend.
0: Oh yeah, he was mad. Yeah, yeah.
1: something fun. <laughs> but
2: in this case, <laughs> Thomas Midgley Jr. is not fun. And if he did go down with his girlfriend, there would probably be disastrous consequences from what I understand about his track record in life. So here's just a little brief intro. Thomas Midgley Jr. was an American mechanical and chemical engineer. He played a major role in developing leaded gasoline and also... As if that wasn't enough, some of the first chlorofluorocarbons, better known as CFCs uh, in the United States, that is known by the brand name Freon, both products were later banned from common use due to their harmful impact on human health and the environment. Damn. Some say he's responsible for making millions of people sick from lead poisoning and depleting the ozone layer. The new scientist called him, quote, a one-man environmental disaster. Boy, oh boy. Boy. So we're not dealing with Arnold and Junior. We're not dealing with uh Harry Connick Junior. Mm-hmm. Or other ones. Other ones. Let's name another junior. Junior McChicken. Junior McChicken. So Mr. Midgley was born on May eighteenth, eighteen eighty nine. So he's not around anymore, sadly. He was born in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Nice. Just, just north of uh northwest apparently of Pittsburgh.
1: Oh, I've been to Pittsburgh. It's great. Did you visit the Warhol Museum? I did. Did you see Mr. Rogers' house? I didn't, but I saw a Pittsburgh Pirates game, and their baseball stadium is incredible. Did they have nice food or drinks at the stadium? Yeah, you know, classic baseball fair. But Pittsburgh was a cool city. It's like this little city in this forest. I liked it. I was really impressed. Nice. I'd like to visit one day. A lot of Slovaks
2: um, settled in Pittsburgh. Is that Pittsburgh. right? Yeah. Mike. And Warhol himself. Slovak descent. Oh, that
1: explains it. I'm him. You know who else is from Pittsburgh? I'm Batman. Michael Keaton,
3: Batman. Michael Keaton. (laughs) I thought you were
1: saying Batman is from Pittsburgh. No, Michael Keaton. Because I know he's from Gotham. No, no, yeah, Batman's from Gotham, but Michael Keaton is from Pittsburgh. Right.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty cool fact. I'm glad I brought it up.
2: So Thomas Midgley, he came from a family of adventures. Uh, His father,
1: Tommy Midgley
2: Sr., Lee. (laughs) What's that? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. uh, He invented the big penis. No. (laughs) Thomas Midgley Sr. was an inventor uh, in the field of automobile tires, so I guess he improved on the car tire. And Midgley's maternal grandfather invented the inserted tooth saw, which I guess is used in lumber milling.
1: Where, Where would we be without that? I'd be absolutely fucked
2: (laughs) the tooth be
1: super fucked mike if it wasn't for that kind of saw
2: i mean you guys know me i love woodworking carpentry i love to work with my hands i'm Mm. very uh annual labor focused Mm -hmm. you guys
0: want to hear my impression of that saw going through some wood absolutely (laughs) perfect
2: um i can feel the ghost of Thomas Midgley's maternal grandfather hovering
0: over us, <laughs> smiling. So, what background is the name Midgley? D- English? Sounds pretty British to me. Yeah. Ah. One Midgley. of those.
1: Midgley, get in here. He's one of those British. <laughs> Midgley, do you have a saw? <laughs> Mr.
2: Scrooge, could I get the day off to invent my mitz- uh, inserted tooth saw? <laughs> no, Midgley.
0: not until the ghosts come
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it's christmas day the day (laughs) i was hoping to invent this saw no
2: lumber (laughs) milling for
0: you
1: so majorly grew up
2: in uh Columbus, Ohio, and graduated from Cornell University in 1911 with a degree in mechanical engineering. That's so far, so, cool. so far, he's done nothing wrong. As no, far as I, oh, a it pretty sounds fine. He hasn't heard a
0: cat, nothing like that.
2: He's just a nerd with glasses who loves science and inventing things. You know, that's so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, he majorly began working at General Motors in 1916. In December of 1921, after being there for a while, while working under the direction of Charles Kettering who was like the head of development at GM, um, Midgley discovered a cure for a problem called knock, knocking. He
1: discovered that the- It's addition- called a doorbell. Uh, <laughs> that's a cure for knocking. It's called a, getting the doorbell. Well, James, Get you're being silly.
2: doorbell. Ding. You're being silly. People weren't knocking on a car and saying, who's you know, who's there. Oof. Oh. Knock was a common problem in early 20th century engines. When an engine neared its maximum load and the fuel burned too hot, it made- uh, knocking noises, right. ping noises that could destroy the engine, right? Fuck. So, Majorly discovered that the addition of tetraethyl lead, or T-E-L, to gas prevented knocking in internal combustion engines. Brilliant. He did the... Majorly, he's on <laughs> fire, right? <laughs> So oh, I'm on fire. I'm Thomas Midley Jr. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm on fire by Bruce Springsteen is about Thomas Midley. It's about Midley. Jr. Most Brings-
2: Bruce Springsteen songs, most Springsteen <laughs> songs are about Midley. Uh-huh. Are you Springsteening over? <laughs> My great granddaddy invented the inserted <laughs> two <Tucson>. saw. <laughs> um, so GM here has this massive massive advantage because they've got this fuel tetraethyl lead T E L uh, to prevent knocking in their cars. The company named the substance ethyl avoiding all mention of lead mm. in its uh, in reports and its advertising. And to detract attention, negative attention from lead, the gas was given the name of a woman, Ethel.
0: Well, apparently the gas was named Ethel, and then from then on, engines were named Jughead. Yes. That's kind of like how, you know, um,
1: they recently changed the name of Poison to Pamela? Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like,
2: I need some Pamela. I
1: want yeah. to drink yeah. a big glass of Pamela.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think wanna... it's because
1: of Pamela Anderson.
0: Yeah. This is a great uh, episode about Pam and Tommy Lee, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And Hitler, if he had changed his name to Rebecca,
2: everyone would
3: love (laughs) her. Rebecca
0: Hitler. Rebecca Hitler. Rebecca's Um, not that bad. (laughs) Do we? Becky
1: with the good hair. Uh, Becky with the good mustache.
0: Oh, shit.
2: (laughs) So with the support of, of GM, oil companies, and car manufacturers, T.E.L., This leaded gasoline went on the market in 1923 under the brand name Ethel. GM and Standard Oil formed the Ethel Corporation Mm -hmm. to uh, manufacture it and and sell it. Midgley became a vice president and served on the board of directors. So he's making a ton of money Mm -hmm. getting rich from Ethel, right? Everyone wants a piece of Ethel. Mm. Give me Um, Ethel, man. I'll do anything. And Jughead is like, she's mine, you know? Mm -hmm. He is. Now, the Ethel Corporation never (laughs) mentioned lead when marketing TEL since the dangers of lead poisoning were already well-known. Oh, so they don't even have that excuse. No. They um, knew it was bad. No, so just some context here. Mm -hmm. The negative effects of lead were known at least 150 years before this when Benjamin Franklin wrote about his experiences as a typesetter. But some say the knowledge of lead poisoning... Uh mm-hmm. goes back to the year 100 B.C. No. In ancient Rome, it was common knowledge that lead could lead to insanity and even Before death. Je- so Jesus Christ might have been like, oh, you know what's dangerous? Lead. Yeah. He was like, Peter, uh, don't paint your house with lead paint. Yeah, it's bad. God, death. you guys don't listen to me about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. effects of lead poisoning were well known in, in the world, but the corporation insisted that TEL was safe. And at the same time, though, they were encountering their own dangerous episodes with the chemical. In April of 1923, GM created the General Motors Chemical Company to make the uh, TEL. Majorly was vice president, and shortly after, two people at the Dayton, Ohio, TEL prototype plant died and several developed lead poisoning. So immediately, bad things are happening. Wait, how did they... Being exposed to lead? I'll, I'll tell you what it does. Is it not good? At high levels of exposure, lead attacks the brain and central nervous system, causing coma, convulsions, and even death. Uh, kids who are exposed to lead poisoning uh, can be intellectually disabled and have behavioral problems. And research in the mid 1900s oh. found I that ch- children just
0: figured something out <laughs> about yourself.
2: You had a lead stroller yeah. as a baby. <laughs>
3: Lead
2: poisoning! Christopher, time for your spoonful of lead! (laughs) Mommy! So research in the mid-1900s found that children uh, that had lead poisoning displayed a series of aberrant behaviors, including violence and aggression. Yeah, I know. More research found that uh, kids exposed to lead uh, had a higher instance of criminal activity later in life because of intellectual impairment, aggression... Limited options in life. So the inclusion so lead gasoline became the standard fuel. Jesus. And many people feel that because of this guy's Midgley. discovery he created it like generations of delinquents and criminals.
0: What's his name? Wow, Midgley? Midgley.
1: That's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. So Midgley made a fr- mistake and General Motors covered for it.
1: Well he found
2: he found that something everyone knew was bad, solved a mechanical problem, and then they In marketing, Mm -hmm. we're like, it's great. Everything's wonderful. It has a woman's name. Nothing can be terrible. It's like how
0: GMO foods initially helped stop global starvation, but now they've uh, created weird obesity and new diseases. Yeah. So
1: they're saying that people in the 20s start filling up their cars with ethyl. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then, uh, it, fill her up with Ethel, buddy. <laughs> you know, and then because I like the name
1: pe- people, I guess, are breathing in the exhaust or maybe breathing in the fumes of the gas, pumping it, whatever, that this affected like a generation of at least people. one,
2: one or two generations. It and wasn't it banned until the seventies.
1: Led to more crime and more people with problems. Yes, directly because of that,
0: people yes. would pick up the cars in between their first two index finger and middle finger and act like the car is a cigarette and put their lips around the exhaust pipe <laughs> no. and puff on it without knowing that it was lead exhaust that they were inhaling. Damn. <laughs> That's how much people liked smoking back then.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, it's as I said, everyone knew generally that lead was bad. GM was covering up and saying it was safe. Yet, check this out, fellas. In 1923, Midgley himself was poisoned by inhaling fumes of TEL and washing his hands in the fuel to demonstrate its safety. And afterwards, he had to take a vacation to Florida to like get fresh air and recover from lead poisoning. He, he He's like, personally got lead poisoning. I'll
1: just cover my hands in it and then got lead poisoning. Yeah.
2: Um, he was quoted as saying, uh, my lungs have been affected and that it is necessary to drop all work and get a large supply of fresh air. And That'll do it. Even though he was sick, he still was advocating for Ethel, and he publicly was saying that workers at plants who were getting sick—it was their fault for not taking safety precautions. So he was making Mm. so much money, even though he's like—that's probably dying of it.
1: Like, yeah, major evil strike. Because you know, if somehow he had some ignorance about it, okay. But if even he's getting sick,
2: he's a intelligent chemical engineer or mechanical engineer. Yeah.
0: When he's got that money, you know? Money, 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 money. Money talks. You know, GM needs to watch that documentary about how corporations are psychopaths. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man.
2: If Midgley was here right now, I'd <laughs> slap the damn guy. I'd slap the glasses off his nerd
0: face. Psh.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Wow, I'm going to Florida to breathe a lot of air right now. I'll be back. <laughs>
3: I like in to come days, back you...
0: here and breathe not as much air. Honey, I shouldn't have washed my hands in lead.
1: Fresh air will help. <laughs> like Back then, they just thought, yeah, oh, I get a little fresh air,
2: you're good. Take the mountain air. Yeah, so anyway, in October of tw- 1924, things keep getting worse. At an experimental plant in New Jersey, five workers died, and 35 others experienced tremors, Shit. hallucinations, and other symptoms of lead poisoning. Shortly after, Midgley held a press conference once again, to demonstrate how safe the fuel was, uh, he poured lead gas over his hands, placed a bottle of it under his nose, and inhaled the vapor for a full minute, declaring that he could do this every day without succumbing to any and problems. I do, happily. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Sounds like the Super Size Me uh, documentary. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, apparently, he called his he boss- must have been
1: slightly diluted.
2: I think he was making so much money Mm. and he was the face of this thing and he wanted it to succeed so badly that he was almost like.
0: But he's not accidentally evil. He's making choices here.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: For money.
2: I've always said, I've always said this, and you guys know me money's the
1: root of all evil. Yep, you always
2: have. Money,
0: money, money, money. The root of all
1: evil.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a reggae heavy one, too. Mm -hmm.
1: After
2: Midge was uh, inhaling. Lead gas for 60 seconds. He got sick. And, Did um, he puke in front of everybody? He was like, it's all it's safe, everybody. That's
1: the end of the press conference. <laughs> and it was like Lardass yeah. in Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. And he was barfing. Yeah. Like, Don't worry. I just had a bad clam. <laughs> it's correlation,
0: not Everyone causation. I had a
1: bad supper. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Does
0: anyone have a knife? I want to show you how knives are safe around eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. So I need pa- some fresh air for my eye sockets, <laughs> <laughs> honey.
2: Get my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes is bleeding. He puts his glasses on. Like
0: there, good as new. Yeah, don't fucking look at me. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so after he inhaled the fucking lead gas for sixty seconds, uh, he was recuperating in the hospital, I guess. And there was apparently it's recorded that he called his boss at GM, uh, Charles Kettering, the head of development, and was quoted as saying. Can you imagine how much money we're going to make with this? We're going to make two hundred
1: million dollars, maybe even more. Wow! And back then, that was probably like two hundred billion.
2: Yes, you know he could have dated Kim K or, with yeah, that kind of sure. money, you know,
1: or at least her grandmother. He could have dated her grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: I but, wonder what her badonkadonk looked like. Hmm. <laughs> 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 So things
2: things were looking up for Midgley. He was going to date a Badonka donk. He's going to make all sorts of money. Um, you know, the mm. sky's the limit. Um, however, <laughs> there are storm clouds on the horizon. Oh man! The Shit. State the state of New oh, Jersey. Fuck man! The state of New Jersey where they set the Sopranos. Yes. 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 Woke up this morning, <laughs> inhaled lead gas for sixty seconds.
3: <laughs> um. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Woke up this morning, hailing (laughs) (laughs) Ethel, it's a woman's name.
1: Hey, Tone, you hear about this? You couldn't hail Ethel, nothing bad happens to you.
2: (laughs) The state of New Jersey ordered their Baywater, uh, sorry, the Bayway plant to be closed a few days after um, some workers died at the plant, and Jersey Standard was forbidden to manufacture leaded gasoline again Mm. without state permission. What the hell? Midgley would later have to take a leave of absence from work. After being diagnosed with, what do you think? Lead poisoning. Lead poisoning. Ding, 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 ding. He was relieved (laughs) of his position as vice president of uh, GM's (laughs) development thing in 1925. (laughs) Reportedly, due to his inexperience in organizational matters, but he remained an employee
0: of GM. Cause he's awesome, dude. He invented this liquid that's killing yeah. everybody. He's awesome. He's totally tubular. You don't hear that engine
2: knocking no more. <laughs> yes. Everyone has brain damage, but at least the engines of the that, 20 that people blew. who own cars are quiet. <laughs> to be honest,
0: I can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, it
2: used to be really annoying. It would go <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah.
2: No, it doesn't. And no one owned a car except for Henry Ford and yeah. his
0: executives. <laughs> yeah. My car engine used to go. <laughs> But now I got ethyl gas, and now I go.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Listen to my brain. Like, <laughs> brain goes knock, 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 knock. But no one ever says who's there. He's like, remember Pingu?
2: Maybe. Yeah. Knock, knock. Pinko was great. Does yeah. this explain where, like, why the Three Stooges behaved the way they did? They just had lead poisoning <laughs> and their brains were all yeah, fucked they up?
1: They all had cars filled with ethyl.
2: Listen, you dum-dums, we've got lead poisoning in our brains. we got to do this job. we got to clean the garbage can.
1: Lead, lead poisoning? I haven't been led anywhere. That's the kind of joke they'd make, <laughs> yes. you know? But yeah,
0: yeah. it wasn't, like, this, <laughs> it wasn't in this, like, this Max Senate did Max send it the Three Stooges or just the Little Rascals? I don't know. Yeah. One of those old big time Hollywood producers who didn't care for like how people's, you know, they uh, they gave them lead poisoning to be funnier <laughs> on camera.
2: Mickey Rooney had to inhale lead paint for 60 seconds before each take of his movies.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, gee whiz. I really wish I could give you a kiss. Hey, I'm going to stay a kid for the re- my whole life. <laughs> Mickey, time for your vapors. So up some holes blow up the shows, make a letter down, if you didn't know,
3: Back to the strip club, drinking us a hoes, swing my dick away, man okay.
0: Jesus Christ. That sounds Methods like... Methods mayhem. That music literally sounds like someone binged a ton of candy off the shelves of 7-Eleven and, <laughs> and then sprayed diary all over the parking lot. <laughs> and then also inhaled a bunch
2: of lead paint. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> would
1: have thought of... The song "Get Naked" by Methods of Mayhem. I don't
2: know what he would say. I Can mean, you guys, he probably because his brain was so fucked up, loved and it. Destroyed. He'd be like, "This is the greatest music I've ever
1: heard." Because it'd be so yeah. far removed from the music yeah. of the 1920s. Like maybe his altered state, he'd be like, "This is brilliant."
2: Because he lived in the jazz era with a uh, fucked up lead lead poisoned brain. But who knows what he would have thought of new metal? You know who his <laughs> favorite.
0: Um, Musician was back then? Actually no, I don't, Chris. Leadbelly.
3: <laughs> yeah, he,
2: he invented lead belly in a lab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beep beep. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> to answer the question, what was Midgley doing? He was personally suffering lead poisoning, yet he was making all this money. The question must be asked like what like what the hell was going on ethically. Uh, so there's a historian at Columbia University named David Rosner who wrote, uh, co-wrote a book called Lead Wars and Deceit and Denial. And he says, quote, Midgley had an enormous interest in self-delusion when it came to a product that he was so connected to. Of course he had an ethical dilemma. Whether he fooled himself, lied, or was just oblivious to what future generations would have to deal with is beyond me. Wow. So the scandal at the research plant uh, in New Jersey prompted several states to ban uh, leaded gas, but then the tide turned the Federal Bureau of Mines released a study heavily influenced by corporate pressure so the lead industry was lobbying or the lead leaded gas industry was lobbying uh and they asserted that TEL was safe. This mm. uh paired with an aggressive marketing campaign established lead gas as the standard fuel. No way. So every car I feel
0: like this happens all the time. Yes. Like what the hell? Why are we always in this cycle of greed over good for the yeah. man human kind? We're just lobbying.
2: The power of lobbying uh, won out, and in the ensuing decades, lead exposure resulted in a string of health maladies, particularly among children.
3: Duh, did we do that?
2: Yeah, and the rise in crime for several uh, generations. <laughs> that's
1: nuts. So that's
2: that's that's enough bad stuff for anyone's <laughs> life, right?
1: Yes, that is uh, more than a cupful of bad things you could expect anyone to have done. This Midgley man is evil. <laughs> and I guess that's the end of the
2: episode for Midgley. Uh, Thomas Midgley, we've learned a lot about him. Oh, wait a second. I just received an email. He didn't just invent and uh, popularize lead gasoline. I just found out that he also did something else. Are you guys interested in hearing about Midgley's other contribution to the world of science? I can't take any
0: more of this.
2: I'm interested. Okay. Hit but me. yes. Hit me. Hit me, dealer. Mr. DJ. Oh, Mr. Mr. Dealer. Yes. So Midgley's next problematic inven- innovation was chlorofluorocarbons, otherwise known as CFCs. Oh my fuck. This guy wanted us
1: dead. I got an ace.
2: 21, dealer.
1: <laughs> House loses. James wins. <laughs>
0: Complimentary room, Mr. Hartnett. Ooh. Oh. But there's a lot of canisters of Febreze in there. (laughs) So CFCs. Have you guys heard of CFCs? They they were I have. I think they're only sold in Mexico now.
2: They're used in certain countries still. CFCs were developed to solve a long-standing problem. With early refrigerators, right? Sick. Let me guess. They knocked? <laughs> There'd be a quiet knock. Hey, it's your food. Let us out. And everyone in America Shh. was holding a gun to their head going, if this fridge doesn't shut up, I'm going to blow my brains out. I'm going to fucking shoot my fucking fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so early refrigerators were extremely unsafe. And I didn't know yeah. about this until I read here. They, so, uh, as coolants, as refrigerants, early refrigerators used uh, ether, ammonia, propane, one of those three. And they were, they were all toxic, flammable, or explosive. Propane. Nice. So early refrigerators would burst into flames or explode. People would die. Wow. There's, there's a you story. Know, I, that,
1: oh, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. that, that, a, a refrigerator does strike me as something that we really take for granted. But mm-hmm. if, if you've ever gone camping or something without a refrigerator, you do realize life is literally wildly different without it. I mean, yeah. that, that's really interesting.
0: You have to eat the cheese fast. So go ahead, <laughs>
3: scarf
1: it down. All the meat, you have to eat it without cooking. You mm-hmm. gotta eat your eggs. It's um, interesting, milk. though, that at this time, if you had a fridge, it was kind of like,
3: oh, I've nice never
0: gone camping with coils full of Freon. <laughs> ah,
2: great to be out here in nature with my big jug of Freon. <laughs> destroying the ozone layer. So, um, an example of how dangerous early like commercial refrigeration was, um, in 1893... At the Chicago World's Fair, an industrial-scale <gasps> fridge, Henry Hol- uh, H. H. Holmes, H. H. Holmes, oh. hung out around there. So, at the 1893 Chicago World's Fair, a fridge caught fire and exploded, killing 17 firefighters. God Holy
0: shit! Right, those guys were ill prepared. Yes. Um, hey, I asked you to keep my uh, food cool, not my whole uh, world fair hot with fire. <laughs> um, fridge fail.
2: <laughs> That's what a dying firefighter said. <laughs>
1: This fridge is embarrassing us.
2: (laughs) Um, So refrigerators that followed uh, around 30 years after the Chicago World's Fair explosion, they used sulfur dioxide as their coolant, uh, which wasn't flammable, but was highly toxic. And there were multiple cases of this toxic gas leaking out of fridges and killing families in their sleep. Oh, my God. Right? So everything was dangerous. No one knew what the hell. There were no safety standards, I feel, yeah. at this era. I feel like they just try era. something
1: and be like, this seems to work. Absolutely. And Medi- it's... Medicine was like that, too. They just go, I think this works. And then it's uh, they didn't really know.
2: And they were probably selling a ton of them. <clears throat> and yeah. yeah, a few people died. And they were like, well, Oops. a few people got to die to sell some fridges.
0: I love my new fridge, but it keeps killing my family. <laughs> But me cheese has never been colder. (laughs) I can keep a pie in there for three days. And I get to eat the whole thing because everyone else is dead. (laughs) Kevin, come and eat your... No, Kevin's dead. But the pie is still delicious. (laughs) He would have loved this cold pie. (laughs) Midgley, do something.
2: We are gathered here today to celebrate the life of uh, the whole family that died. Now, uh, we also have a very cold pie and some (laughs) cold milk. Please enjoy. It's so cold cold like milk cold, cold pie, pie cold
0: children <laughs> cut that so <laughs> no it's okay
2: <laughs> at this time gm's fridge division they had one and it was called frigid air oh
1: sick I yeah. know them. You're a huge fan of Frigidaire. <laughs> I yeah. might have a Frigidaire. No, I have yeah. a Frigidaire oven. Shout out to the
2: Frigidaire I don't know generation. Don't my fridge is Frigidaire. I have
0: this six satin jacket and on the back there's like this <laughs> design of like a dragon that looks kind of like a dragon tattoo and on the left breast side there's it's the Frigidaire logo. Imagine Whoa. a
2: metal band that's logo was an industrial scale refrigerator from 1893
3: <laughs> exploding. <laughs> Frigidaire!
0: Yeah. Sulfur dioxide. Yeah. Fuck.
2: So Frigidaire at this time, uh, (laughs) they'd been showing losses for several years. And Midgley, with a team of scientists, that's always a good sign, they undertook a search for a non-toxic, non-flammable refrigerant. and Which
0: comes from a good place. Of
2: business. He's always coming from a good place. In 1930, uh, in between huffing uh, vapors of lead gas, they found a solution in a chemical called dye. chlorodifluoromethane which they sold under the brand name Freon 12. Sick. Okay. Okay. This was the world's first CFC and to demonstrate its safety guess what Majorly did? He washed his hands with it? Nope.
0: Drank it. Nope. Shot it to his face.
2: Snuffed it. He inhaled it and blew out a candle. <laughs> this doesn't seem like science. It I seems just want to like, say he sees like Dr. Oz yeah. stuff where he's doing like
0: magic uh, like weird uh, mystical stuff i just want to say i name dropped freon before i knew for sure it was fully freon that's pretty dope
2: freon freon so freon caught on and became the ubiquitous refrigerant used in commercial refrigerators and domestic refrigerators cooling units and aerosol spray cans uh uh and then eventually asthma inhalers and everything basically
0: right i remember people saying like
1: Hairspray. You know, yes. Had, yeah. CFC. That's why Trump
0: is
2: like the hairspray isn't as good anymore because they took out the CFCs. Ah. Probably.
0: Yeah. We need to bring it back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How would Tony Soprano say I, hairspray
0: isn't as good as it used to be? Christopher. <laughs> the
3: hairspray's not as good
1: as
0: it used
3: to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: bang on. And Trump is like this. We need the hairspray back. Okay. Yeah, your <laughs> impressions
2: are. Like, very varied. You're like our generation's André Philippe Gagnon. Yeah, impressions
0: little. are yep. expressionist exaggerations, but yeah. they <laughs> yes. they hit the... The spot. Yeah, they hit the spot. So,
2: the world is, is like, this is amazing. We have refrigerators that they're so Woo! good, they don't explode, they don't catch on fire, kill, leak gas and kill us. Everyone's got nice aerosol cans to, for their hairspray and stuff, but... What Midgley and the world did not know is that CFCs deplete the Earth's ozone layer, which protects us from UV rays and other forms of radiation uh, that lead to skin cancer. And even worse, CFCs are a super greenhouse gas, which can contribute to global warming and climate change at a much greater rate than even carbon dioxide. Guys, but, I'm
0: sorry to deliver this so much bad news. But here's the thing. Have you ever seen the ozone layer? No. No. We just hear. We have to trust these like people. Scientist heads. We don't know them. Like we don't know what the motive is. Follow the
2: money. An older boy when I was a teen actually showed me a picture of the ozone layer, and it was absolutely disgusting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did it blow your freaking mind? I think it has been repairing though. That, that was so, kind of like a, yeah. Real, yeah. a real thing in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, so ozone layer huge problem. Something
2: called ozone the Mont- layer
0: was all I cared about as a kid. Now I don't give a fuck.
2: No, we grew up <laughs> l- always hearing about greenhouse gases and the ozone layer it was drilled into us. Yep. You know. Children, this yeah. is what you shall fear. <laughs> so, in nineteen eighty-seven, <1997, laughs> something called the Montreal Protocol. Hey, Montreal, yeah. hey. my birthplace. Um, oh, this protocol resulted in the the ban or severe restriction of CFCs uh, in commercial use. They linger um, for, the lifespan is like 140 years in the atmosphere. Hey, Great. in
0: Montreal, you were a CFC. Yes. Canadian fucking child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right there.
0: <laughs> now, if you're a CFC, that might mean you're bad. Yeah. Now, hey, leave the ozone layer al- alone, or I'm going to call Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Planet must have fucking hated Midgley. You can see his dick in his pants. Yeah. It's my dick in my pants. <laughs> now,
2: the industrial production of CFCs, so it began, they started making them
0: in the 1920s. What do you guys want me to do? Write in and let us know like, how you want me to behave on these <laughs> no, podcasts. No, I,
2: Chris, I'm going to take a pause here. I thought when you mentioned that you could see Captain Planet's dick in his pants, I thought that was very nice. And it's inter- it is true. It is good. And it's the good. Planeteers, that means the Planeteers could see it as well. I thought, yeah. Do you think he was banging the Planeteers? <laughs> 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 and what do you think he shot when he reached climax? Something environmentally water. friendly. Not CFCs. Yes. No water,
1: like something of the yeah. earth. Like fresh yeah. spring water. Yeah, yeah fresh like, <laughs> like Evian water. <laughs> you can drink it. It's okay, you can drink it. It's filtered.
2: <laughs> Planeteers, it's okay, you can drink it. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Oh shit! There are zero contaminants. Um, CFCs—they started making in the twenties, um, and until they were banned in 1987, it's estimated that CFCs reduced the ozone layer by three oh. percent. Not as bad as I would have thought, yeah. but still not, not very good. Bad. Yeah. Um, so that those are the two. That is the conclusion of the two major bad contributions to the world that Midgley made, but aside from Freon and leaded gas mm-hmm. Ethel Midgley also held about 170 other patents. The guy was always inventing. He was like a um, chaotic, evil Thomas Edison. Well, I he's guess. from <laughs> a family
0: of inventors.
2: He's from a family of That's it a very funny blood. way to
1: put him. Like a Thomas Edison who did the worst stuff. Yes,
2: absolutely. So, um, in his lifetime, he never really had he, a white girlfriend? Well, he died at 19... He, he, he did marry, um, even though his brain was poisoned. He died in 1940. <laughs> so before we get to his death, so basically, he died before the lasting effects of his inventions, the horrible effects, became widely known. So he
0: never really knew.
2: No. He knew that lead was bad, but he never knew about depleting the ozone or the amazing, awful it impact... decades, yeah. For, ...in terms of crime and uh, mental... Uh, You know, development that he impaired, Um, but he was lauded throughout his life. He received all sorts of uh, awards. Uh, He received uh, the American Chemical Society Award, something called the Willard Gibbs Award. I want those awards. I do too. I mean, I would kill anyone for those. He held two honorary degrees and was elected to the U.S. National Academy of Sciences.
0: Oh my God! So he like he was smart. He thought his life was awesome. He was rich Although as hell. Although he how. died pretty young, huh? So, do you guys want to hear?
2: We've heard, he did, mm. he made the world the worst place. But do you want to hear how he he actually met his end? Yeah. So, um, in 1940, at the age of 51, Midgley, sadly, contracted polio. And that's not funny. Polio no. killed millions of people around the world, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and polio left him severely disabled. But, but he's an inventor. He was always, when he saw a problem, he always thought, what can I do to, to create a solution? How can mm-hmm. I build something or engineer something to create a solution? So he devised an elaborate system of ropes and pulleys to lift himself out of bed because he was paralyzed, right? Shit. Pretty smart. Mm-hmm. He's using his brain, as always. But <clears throat> in 1944, he became entangled in the device and died of
1: strangulation when <gasps> it got caught around his
2: neck. His own invention oh strangled God. him to death. Wow,
1: poetic justice, huh? <laughs> It truly is. Wow!
2: That's remember when I was laughing. My inventions the have
0: a dark side.
2: You guys hear me laugh
1: before
0: when yeah, you, yeah you you like were in really the hard.
1: Doing research and you laughed really hard. I laughed really like, hard. What, what
0: it, what I remember sitting on the couch in the other room watching a nature documentary, <laughs> thinking, Mike really laughs really loud by himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now we know why.
0: But now we He's know why. Man's death is death.
1: <laughs> it, just, it just
2: seems like so appropriate. Yeah. So many times, evil people or people who have done bad things die peacefully in their mansion, yeah. surrounded We've by their loved ones. We've had a few ones.
0: on lately that are like, yeah, damn,
2: they, they die at like a hundred or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in the case of Midgley. So Midgley got it. Now, but he
0: didn't know he was that bad. But his inventions showed him. Yeah. Yeah. Everything he invented. <laughs> killed people now you mentioned you got polio and inventors i wanted to ask you guys do you know who invented polio no ralph Laurien.
3: oh okay
2: (laughs) not ralph Lauren, though
0: no polio you're thinking of polo polio was ralph lorien yes sorry that's how clever i am
2: (laughs) so just a few (laughs) final thoughts on our friend midgley that damn bastard if he was here right now and slap the glasses off his face and throw him off the cliff. Midgley! What, boss? My fridge is killing us. <laughs> <laughs> but, to be fair, it kept my cold cuts chilly. <laughs> so, environmental historian J.R. McNeil opined that Midgley had more adverse impact on the atmosphere than any other single organism in Earth's history. Oh my god. And Bill Bryson remarked that Midgley possessed. A fan of him, yeah. He remarked that Midgley possessed like an Branson, instinct for the regrettable as as that was almost
0: uncanny. Wow, you know what? I here on out at this cottage slash house in a town. I uh, I'm looking at the woods uh, off the cliff behind James. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a declaration right now, just for my own peace of mind. I am never gonna like anybody with the last name Midgley. Wow. For the rest of my life. You serious? If your last name is Midgley, good luck trying to convince me that I should like you.
1: Oof, that is the harshest condemnation of Midgley I think I've ever heard. That is I might I might edit or bleep that out.
2: Are yeah. you
0: checking, uh, bug, spray checking the bug spray for CFCs? You're not allowed it. to be sold in Canada anymore,
2: right? So I'm checking. We have a can of Since bug the 90s, spray, I think. Life it, Brand. I'm seeing if it says Discount. no CFCs, but I think they've been banned for so long yeah, that they I don't even so. bother putting I those think CFCs. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think so now I think, and that Mexico uh, quip I mentioned uh, only goes back to when I was first learning about them in the 90s, I believe, when they were banned. Uh, as a teen, I felt it. What's the word? Abhorrent? Yeah. That the big corporations in America were still they were selling them though. They were banned in their country, but in their own country, but they were still making a profit off of them right in other countries. I wouldn't be surprised. And Mexico was one. Probably not anymore, but they were for a while. I
2: wouldn't be surprised if in developing countries, poorer countries, leaded gas and CFCs are still used.
0: Totally. I bet. That's wow. what I'm wondering, but yeah. I can't say. Well, um, Time to pull out the and cottage. And
2: that's Midgeley.
1: Well, bravo. Great job, Mike. Mike. Very interesting and great suggestions You everybody. do the best uh episodes? No, no, Chris, no, no, no. I mean, no. you do say that a lot. I say that you do the best episodes, I, but I also say you do the best episodes, thank you. James. I mean, I'm not I mean Mike's great, but I mean, god.
0: No, James, is you guy do the to best episode to too. I
1: here. <laughs> I'm I'm you know, I'm trying to get your attention. I'm Well, I'm not going to sit here saying I do the best episodes. You know what? But they're some of people's favorites. Yes.
2: Someone said they joined the Patreon because of Jaws. Is that true? Yes.
0: Thanks, guys. Yeah. Jaws was really fun. Should I bring out the... Maybe I'm the best at it.
1: Okay. So. You were. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we saw <laughs> no,
0: James, you are. Uh, no, we're all good. We're all good, guys.
2: Well, guys, now that we've learned about Mijo, should I bring out the... Evilometer.
1: Yes. Let's do it.
2: Bring it out, Mike. All right. now, it's it's. I've decorated it for the oh, countryside. Little leaves glued yep. onto it, and it's got a a little T-shirt on that says, uh, "It's lake time, <laughs> bitches." <laughs>
0: it's lake time, bitches. Yeah. You know, uh, there's also that's cute. a Coors Light can yes. on its head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it can't drink that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, James, what do you think of our today's subject, Thomas Midgley Jr.?
1: Now, this is a tough one. Okay. Evil scale, even though he seemed to have as negative an effect on the world as like a, a ruthless genocidal dictator, maybe I'm not going to put him in that category because it it wasn't it was kind of passively done. And maybe he was deluding himself. If, he, if it wasn't for the fact that he seemed to know lead poisoning was doing harm, it, it wouldn't maybe not that high. But it seems like he did. He did have some understanding that it was doing harm, because even Jesus knew that about lead. We've learned, even Christ. He was always blabbing. <sighs> and he was, seemed to be very motivated lead. by just being rich and didn't give a damn. Like, uh, I guess. I James, you, you're really struggling with this. Eight point three. Okay. Wow, that's a high, higher score than mm. you usually give. Is that? Do you think I'm off? I mean, look at the facts. Look at what he did. Mm-hmm. It's pr- I mean, That phone call, if it's It's hard, true, though, because maybe at the time I would have had lunch with him and not thought twice. You like he might have been a like, nice guy. He's
2: like a kindly, nerdy guy. You probably feel sorry for him, even though he's rich. You'd
1: be I don't like, know. Uh. I'm, to- I'm a bit torn. I want to hear your guys'
0: scores.
2: Chris, what do you think about our subject today, Thomas Middly Jr.?
0: I have a question for you guys Shoot. that's really kind of like... Weird? I don't know. It's just dominating my mind right now it's and before okay. we move on. We're
2: in nature. Everything is cool.
0: The three of us all do really good episodes. Constantly. <laughs> and we really work well together. And we're bringing so much joy and happiness to some people. I yeah. agree. I could. But all of a sudden, I just started panicking. Could we be like a midgley and not know about the <laughs> more adverse harm mm. that we were inflicted on people by doing the Evil Men podcast? What if we find out that uploading an
2: MP3 to the internet (laughs) kind of (laughs) like destroys the Amazon (laughs) uh, like 800 acres every time you upload an mp3 that's a possibility well yeah if
0: people listen to podcast apps on their phone the cell phones use the uh, and those um, diamond servers that Google uses they use up
2: energy and they're oh my god we're we're three Midgleys. now I'm thinking of lowering my score stand before you we're gonna (laughs) kill you we should rename the show (laughs) from evil men to Three sexy midgeles, <laughs> or just three midgeles?
3: Three
0: midgeles? No, we're definitely probably like the sexiest of the Midglies if we were in the- his family.
2: Hey, yo, we're sp- we're three sexy midgeles. Do you have a problem with that?
0: Get naked. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna give him a lower score, like a sixth, wow. because I think he was mostly a fool. I'm and l- even though the lead was doing so much damage. He probably, like an idiot, was genuinely justifying in his mind that the safety per cro- per, uh Yes, we're sexier than Thomas Midgley Jr. by far. Uh, sorry, Mike yeah. just showed me a picture. Yep. Good God. Good God. Hit the gym. I never want to see that. Hit, Hit the Jim Midge. Midge, Midge yeah. and Ethel. Yeah. Two girls from uh, Archie. Okay. Midge was Moose's <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah. Midge, Midge was Moose's girlfriend.
2: Moose's girlfriend.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Midge! Was- <laughs> Police interrogating Riverdale. Hey, hands up, hands up where I can see them. Midge was Moose's girlfriend. <laughs> Midge was Moose's girlfriend. Where is she? <laughs> I guess the Riverdale show did get dark and like real.
2: Major Lee was a character on uh, season four of Riverdale, and he made them all um, huff uh, lead gas. <laughs> Archie, please huff this. And Jughead became kind of feeble-minded drug head yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: well do you understand why i'm saying six i do and i i question my 8.3 but, but
2: that's why the world maybe is so bad because he did a slow motion mass murder that when we're like
1: well instead of like opening fire um on people at a concert when, or something when exactly when things are done passively it's it's i suppose it's just as bad it's, it's just more insidious would you say and no,
2: it's just worse for every, like, more people are affected.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll give him an eight. But I'm. I'll stay with my score. I think, I'm. It uh, it is tough. <sighs> We're really struggling with money. I Minch. think a high score is good, too. Because. If you're right, if it's like money is blinding him. Fuck. But I'm trying, and I shouldn't think of him as an idiot. Because here he is, like, accepting all these awards. I'm going to give him an eight. Sorry. I'm right. bringing it up to if eight. If we knew. Discussing it with you. And this should happen more often. Discussing right. is good. If we knew. Yeah. If
1: I saw, if there was a quote. Eight. And it was like, I don't think it's bad. I think it's, you know, he really believed that. I would give him, like, a f- way lower. But it seems like he must have known. I mean, that phone
2: call transcript and the fact that people have known that lead is bad yeah.
1: since the time of Christ it seems um, like
2: there's no way he could have if known it's that. Like, if it's yeah. like,
1: you know, we realized we could make $100 million by... Dripping poison into the ocean and killing all the fish, Mm -hmm. and we still did it. That's really bad. So if if that's essentially what he did, it's nasty. Then he's really bad.
0: And you know, somehow we didn't know. And and you know what? To be honest, this was part of my game plan the whole time. I said six to inspire this discussion. Brilliant. And the discussion added so much more to the episode. (laughs) It's a rich discussion. And I'm saying eight now too. All right, damn, you're good, (laughs) guys. I'm going with nine. Whoa. Whoa,
2: more damage. Uh, even though uh, it wasn't apparent during his lifetime than maybe anyone else we've talked about. Um, as others have said, he's responsible for maybe more deaths than
0: anyone else in human civilization, possibly, That's worldwide. Nuts. I guess we have to introduce on this podcast, too, like the idea of accidentally being evil... But he knew Is still a b- insidious version I of the I I don't evil. think you
1: can accidentally be evil. Maybe it's with CFCs intense. maybe mm, with CFCs mm. it was an
2: accident. With lead, absolutely he was cognizant of how dangerous it was. Yeah. Even poisoning himself several times. Yeah. And but he just, got for but That's confusing.
1: Why is he doing it to himself unless he's sort of in denial? Do you remember th- when that's the Fukushima nuclear
2: me. disaster happened and there was like a Japanese government official? Who was trying to mm-hmm. calm the people and he was like, Everything's okay, and on camera, he was like, I'm going to drink a glass of water from the local river by where all did he the- die? He drank a glass of water. I, I think he didn't turn out to- I, I think he, he may didn't have died. work out great. Let me look wow, it up. Wow, that's
1: brutal. We really people gotta like- stop doing these things. Uh just to prove how safe it is. Yeah. Watch I- me kill myself to assure japan official
2: drinks water from fukushima puddle mm. a puddle the two oh. way that's not healthy
1: in the wait best a time. minute <laughs> drinking out of a puddle i wouldn't God, do yeah a, a fool. I,
0: I, I, any Port Dover. any puddle
2: water would probably kill you the puddle um, killed him <laughs> so a japanese i'm gonna show official, you how
0: safe jaws is by sitting in his mouth
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to edit this but let me just look up his name yeah um Japanese MP drinks Fukushima water under pressure from journalists. I remember hearing this story and thinking like, yikes, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna have a You're gonna have a rough night. You're gonna go bye bye. So the guy's name was Yasuhiro Sonada.
0: Hero is in his name.
2: He is still alive. Hey. So Sonoda became internationally known for drinking a glass of water collected from puddles under the reactor buildings at the radioactively polluted Fukushima (laughs) nuclear power plant during a press conference to prove the safety of the installed decontamination (laughs)
0: procedures. He's still alive. And now you can follow him on TikTok as puddle drinker. (laughs) Um, So he's still alive. So maybe...
2: Uh, nuclear radiation puddles are Bullshit, safe. Shit, man! Yeah. We don't even know that that's
1: true. Yeah, uh, that, follow the money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Sopranos.
1: Um, well, find find the Job, money. Mike. I feel like I've got to get the barbecue lit here. Yeah. Fuck. Well, this episode was lit, and now uh, the
0: barbecue can be lit. Damn. Well, that was another great episode of. <laughs>